0: So what do we do on this one again?
1: This is where I think we just um, we review chicken nuggets. Or something. I think it was
0: chicken nuggets, right?
1: I think. Yeah, where the where the
0: because I vividly remember the last time we got together, we were eating just piles and piles of chicken nuggets, which is what we always
1: do when we hang out. So yeah. that's not weird. It wasn't like a special day or a celebration or anything.
0: I, it, was just an, it was just another day that ends in Y, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. we're just living every day like it's Friday, brother. <laughs> I guess it was celebrating our friendship, maybe.
0: Maybe. So. Well, I mean, we bonded over Chicken Nuggets, and that's, that's, that is the yeah. reason that I was initially, uh, y'all let me into the band. You said, well, your playing is great and all, uh, but this other guy likes Chicken Nuggets, and we're yeah. going to vibe with him. And I said, well, I like it more. And then we had to do a competition, and I yeah, had to Yeah, we said prove it. We had to ski down a slope while eating chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. uh, and whoever won got their house replaced by a parking lot.
1: You you have very vivid memories of this. Like, this was all a blur to me, because we've done this to so many people. Like, <laughs> well, you're... <laughs> when you it's know, such like, a common
0: occurrence to you. Yeah, yeah, once you've
1: done it, you know, once you're in the double digits, it's like you don't really...
0: <laughs> well, we... <laughs> you know, they all we, kind of blur... <laughs> We usually did like box car racing, yeah. uh, Where I'm from, so to to get into bands, yeah. So it was a new experience, like skiing down a dirt slope. By the way, since we don't have any snow uh, where we live in Texas.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like, I remember just taking people to that to the hill behind uh, the, the Torchy's Tacos.
0: Yeah, and just making people
1: tumble down the hill in a in a abandoned car tire.
0: Well here's the thing that here's the thing that people don't realize is tumbling down the hill is faster than properly like skiing or racing. That's the trick. That's yeah. that's why I've I've had such high success rate getting into bands.
1: Yeah, the other guy that you the guy that you went up against like brought a sled and you <laughs> brought nothing.
0: And I just I just basically Dude, you jumped just tumbled. and
1: belly. <laughs> Which phys- in, in terms of physics and real world, uh I don't know how it worked, but it worked
0: i mean we we see the results don't we
1: yeah so. you chipped your tooth
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot has changed since the that's last how have happened record- when was the last time we've recorded lucas holy shit um dude it's at this point almost a month almost a month and then before that we had only like recorded one or two episodes and then it's it's just been spotty for the last couple months man just due to all these various things yeah
1: yeah, we've been spotting. It's been, yeah, dude, it's been weird because it's been like uh, every time I listen to the record that we're going to talk ab- about today, it's just like, oh, wow. I'm just so ready to record this episode. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just
1: want to talk about this already. And it was, it was like, it, it was, it's weird, man, because like I still like listen to music, you know, just like hanging out into my free time and all that stuff and like, yeah. you know, mostly like driving. Yeah. But uh, there's something about like listening to music with a purpose that I really enjoy. Like that's, I loved all the daily reviews that I was doing last year because it was just like, I had an excuse, not, it's not really an excuse, but it's kind of like I had, there was more reason to listen to it than just to like have music on or, you know, like I, I like having like a project.
0: Just, just the fact that it's like productive to a means might, you know, kind of makes you feel better about doing it.
1: Yeah, like, and it's, it makes me listen in a different way, too. But it's like, yeah, right. you know, just, yeah, listen, just sitting down and listening to an album. Like, there's so many moments where I'll zone out. And it's just like, this makes me like, really pay attention and like, and put my thought into like, what am I getting from the music? Like, what am I hearing? Because we're also like, kind of describing this stuff, like while we're talking about it. And I'm just like, I want people to get like a good idea of what the album might sound like if they hadn't listened to it yeah right yeah so it is kind of like it just i don't know it's like can how can this be our jobs
0: <laughs> how, how can, do we make this into how, a how can we make money off this yeah how do is we make this is this first profession?
1: question yeah can can you guys just start sending us money
0: yeah we're not going to set up a patreon but we will send y'all our like cash apps and venmo's
1: yeah, um, I'll I'll send you my direct bank routing information.
0: <laughs> oh, great. If you're yeah, willing
1: to send me $15 a month.
0: If you could also just, like, Lucas, if you could just send that to me, as well as, like, your social security number. Um, you don't have that already? No, well, no, I lost... You gave me your card, and I lost it. Um, I forgot yeah. what the numbers
1: were. Yeah, I gave you, like, a carbon copy or whatever.
0: Yeah, and, and like, sorry about that, but... It You know, it is what it is.
1: It's fine. I'll send you another one.
0: All right, cool. cool. Yeah. Another copy.
1: Yeah. Have you...
0: Uh, a little unrelated, but have you found... I found myself, uh, like, in the last year, whenever we're not... Whenever I'm listening to music that's not for an episode, I usually just, like, shuffle music and, like, playlists yes. and stuff. I never yes. really listen to just albums anymore.
1: Yeah, dude. Yes. Like, that is... A good point. I definitely do the same. I'm way more of a playlist guy than I am I a full album guy. There's, I mean, there's just very few, like, the the full albums that I would listen to are ones that I've heard before, right? Right, like, yeah. So at that point, it's just like, well, I know my favorite ones from that record anyway, or I've heard that record so many times or whatever that it's, yeah, dude, it, like, definitely.
0: definitely. I, I was chalking it up to, like, a short attention span or something, but it's gone on so long that i don't know i don't know in like i'll listen to like new albums and stuff you know like the stuff that's like just coming out now but even like the new king gizzard like that was so good man that was a great record
1: that was so unexpected like the turn that they made on that album was so fucking cool man i really really liked it but same like i haven't you know that like it's it has to be like a a big deal album to me for me to like really sit down and listen to it
0: yeah i think i think like the latest albums i've listened to are that gizzard album butterfly 3000 so good. uh the new tyler the creator album which is actually pretty good okay um and other stuff probably yeah
1: you know i've always been a playlist guy though like, now that I think about it, like, yeah, I'd listen to albums too, but, like, making playlists has always been fun ever since I've had, like, a, a ability to.
0: Yeah. I, maybe, like, unless, unless the album has something, like, if the album is made to just be a bunch of songs in one collective, instead of, like, right. one theme or a concept or, like, there needs to be a reason that the album is an album. Yeah,
1: um, which King Gizzard bringing them back up they do a great job of doing that
0: oh yeah they're i mean they've always been about that for sure yeah
1: they they're really good at. It. it's almost like bordering concept album or bordering like you know kind of uh i guess concept album is what you would refer to it as but it's just like those are always so cheesy to me most of the time and it's and they and they go a little too like hard into it like they you know it's like they don't allow themselves the freedom to kind of like go outside of that theme even for a little bit. So it almost gets like too on the nose and a little like cheesy.
0: Yeah. Well, like King Gizzard,
1: like with that, with that butterfly 3000, I would say that's kind of a concept record.
0: Like, I mean, I, I haven't looked at the lyrics or anything.
1: I haven't either. I don't, I don't really mean lyrically. I mean, musically like compositionally, like what they were trying to do on that album. Uh, is a oh concept. yeah,
0: well, yeah. I mean, that's what Gizzard does with every album. They usually, yeah, that's they what I they mean. get this this feel, they get this vibe, and they just kind of play it through the whole thing. This was a lot like uh, a couple of the tracks off L.W. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I still that, haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the precursor to this album. Honestly, uh, okay. I mean, it is literally the album before this one. But right, uh, also <laughs> musically, uh, which it, also it came a lot out like. The, when he, he's up here and he's kind of doing this, it's know? almost,
1: yeah. I almost feel like they took their, uh,
0: their flying paper mache machine. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, I think they finally figured out how they wanted that album to sound.
1: Exactly. Like they went for a folk, this is an electronic folk record, was Butterfly 3000. Yeah. Like they went, like, I, it was really cool, like hearing that, um, it harkened back to that album, which I never, I didn't really, that's like the one I liked the least by them, to be honest. Yeah. Like paper mache flying machine or whatever, like uh uh-huh. paper mache dream house. Is that what it's called? Balloon? Uh, I think the balloon is in there. Dream paper mache dream balloon. <laughs> yeah. That one was always like kind of cheesy, right? Like they went a little too hard into that, into the gimmick of trying to bring back that like kind of goofy sixties folk music.
0: And it, it, well, it also helps modern gizzard, that they have so much influence from like foreign music, right? And that melts perfectly into the the folky electronic thing they're trying to do, and they, yeah. they did successfully do.
1: Man, that Shanghai song! How good is that? Dude? Oh,
0: Shanghai!
1: Oh my God, I love it! Yeah, just do that one again. Do it again.
0: Yeah, Shanghai. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what were your uh narnugs on butterfly 3000
1: oh man uh, and what would
0: you rate it and uh yeah what, it, what would you rate this about, episode
1: right? uh <laughs> this is a quick one um, <laughs> yeah. dude what was that inside people or something was a really good song
0: i gotta i gotta look it up again
1: yeah me too I mean, uh, but thing.
0: yeah shanghai was definitely shanghai was great one of my favorites interior uh, people
1: interior people that was that one stood out to me um i've only uh, listened to it once the whole album all the way through but this one for some reason like was one that stuck with me um but shanghai yours. also shanghai, yours, was great. shanghai
0: yeah i think i mean i'm looking at all the songs like oh i really like that one. Ooh, i really like that one yeah so right
1: yeah yours was good dreams was good catching smoke was like i love the lyrics on that one
0: yeah well <laughs> you know maybe we'll uh maybe we'll get to this album someday but i, I think we do need to get back to the topic at hand which if you remember is an album by coastal kites called journey into the Savalin forest
1: yes what's up buddies welcome to another episode of earbuds where two good friends talk about one good album for a good amount of time <laughs>
0: <laughs> and only one and only and that's one. it <laughs> yes we, we don't uh, veer off into other stuff we happen to be listening to.
1: I don't think, I haven't heard any other music except the record
0: that we're going to talk about today. I have nothing to, to compare it to. <laughs> <It's>, we <laughs> got nothing to, uh, you know, where did the influence come from? Where did. Yeah. I have uh, no
1: historical musical landmarks to. Yet.
0: It's just this one. Base my opinion on. Which is great because it, it really helps us focus in, really hone in on on, on this album. Yeah. And, you know, some people call us. Call you the space cowboy. See, see, yeah. I'm, but
1: I'm, you know, I'm just. Uh, my real name is. Uh, what's that guy's name? Steven. Steve something.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, uh, crap. Yeah. Oh, the
1: Midnight Toker. Who's that Steve, guy?
0: It's not Steve Miller. Steve
1: Miller. That's who it is. My real name is Steve Miller. Okay. Yeah. Joke landed. Some people call <laughs> us the odd couple of oddcasts, but I, call, I like to call us the odd couple of podcasts. Like, I like to go normal.
0: I, yeah, I like to call us Maurice.
1: Yeah, some people call you also Steve Miller. That's also your real name.
0: Yes, it, it gets very confusing.
1: That's another way we became friends, the chicken nugget thing and the Steve
0: Miller thing yeah
1: also the to bring real quick to bring back the chicken nugget thing that's where uh we got the choice nugs
0: yeah a lot of people think that the aesthetic of this podcast has to do with weed but it's it's more chicken nugget focused
1: yeah if it had to do with weed it would be more like your influence like yeah
0: that would be all you
1: and i can't let it all be you like i have to bring in my i
0: would i would smoke you out as uh, they say in in my circles. Yeah, you were. Out,
1: I'd be catching smoke.
0: <laughs> you're you're full of hot air, is what I would say.
1: I'm a paper mache dream balloon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but
1: and, uh, we are your hosts. Me 1st Mm-hmm. Gimme, gimme, my name. Oh. Lucas. Lucas Steve Miller and <laughs> yeah. And Brett Abba. Uh, BG, <laughs> hand or hand? Joke
0: landed. What's up, Brett? Joke landed. <laughs> I think I think we just need to have like a buzzer, set up a button where we just <laughs> joke landed. Joke landed. Yeah, whatever could be a good landing sound. We, I've, dude, we've been
1: talking about this for a while now, and I don't know when we're gonna do it. When are we gonna do sound effects on our podcast? Because. <laughs> I'm ready to become a morning radio show.
0: I mean, hey, man, you could you could do that all you want when you've been editing the episodes for like the last two months. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I I suspect when I get this new computer, it'll be built in with a with a sound effects board and a nice soundboard uh, that yeah. we could just bring out at any time. We can go as BJ and the bear bj and the bear live in the morning detroit monday mornings right now we got for you a new band called steve miller and his boys and that's a new <laughs> band just, we're trying to start
1: yeah me and your you mean your steve miller cover band
0: well it's me you and steve miller oh you got you got to hold of them well yeah i mean we're all in the same facebook group of people named steve miller from birth
1: right Have you ever done that? Have you ever looked up, like, other people named Brett (laughs) Hanrahan?
0: Yes. uh, (laughs) Are there other Brett Hanrahan's? No one of note. Well, no, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I think think there is, like, a baseball player named Brett Hanrahan. Oh, really? I think I was named after a baseball player. Uh, For real? Uh, Yes, but I can't be certain. (laughs) I can't tell if you're kidding. Yeah, that would be an absolutely insane thing to lie about is, is being <laughs> named after a baseball player.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing. I can't see your face right now, so I can't tell mm. if you're being sorry. The the tone of your voice is pretty much always sarcastic. Yeah. So I can't tell when you're being serious or not.
0: It's always it's so dry.
1: I need to see your eyes.
0: <laughs> not a lot of people not a lot of people can see into me like you, Lucas. So I,
1: I can see into your dirty little nugget soul. <laughs> Your little trash chicken nugget soul.
0: My little my little chicken nugget filled veins. <laughs> my little chicken nugget filled heart and soul. You got
1: fucking sweet and sour sauce coursing through your veins.
0: Uh, so, of course, we're going to be going through a short tier list of chicken nuggets uh, right after we talk about yeah. this album.
1: Do you like the boot? Do you like this, the oval one? Do you, Do you like the weird dog bone shaped one? <laughs>
0: Do you like the dinosaur one? Are you into a shark type of thing? Oh Ooh.
1: man, you're talking about those uh, TV dinner chicken nuggies now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, with you the know, penguin I wanna, on the on the label. I want to go from from everything to uh, from to you them. know from from restaurant high class restaurants like TGI Fridays and Bo. Chili's to Come here. Dude, you, uh, more yeah. local venues like McDonald's and Burger King.
1: Yeah, sorry, I stopped listening because my dog almost walked out the door, but. I'm back in. <laughs> uh.
0: But yes, the, the 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 dinosaur nuggets taste the best, and that's an S tier, and that's mm. that.
1: Those always looked like they were like kind of like juicy, like not juicy, but like soft. Like I like crunchy nuggies. You like crunchy nugs. I like I like to I like to crunch on a nug every now and then you know like it's
0: you, you like a crunchy outside and a nice nice moist inside a
1: noise
0: moist a interior noice, moist interior
1: yes yeah that's my that's my choice nug
0: <laughs> of chicken nuggets
1: of chicken nuggets yeah all right yeah all right. so what a uh, I i think you mentioned it already but what album were we talking about today was it was it journey um, into the savelin forest by coastal kites
0: no it's uh oh. it's but it's the band journey It's, we're,
1: the journey into the, the, it's, it's greatest (laughs) hits
0: by journey is what we're doing.
1: Uh, that, I didn't get the, I missed that text. Um, can we pause for
0: like, no, no, we don't have time. We we gotta just just wing it. Hey, I'll just shoot from the (laughs) cuff. I just made up that term. Shoot from the cuff. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It kind of gives you like a little Western, like kind of shooting from the hip type of thing.
1: That's um. yeah. I shoot from the cuff though. I have like uh, the cuff of my pants. Yeah. That's where I keep. Oh it's... wow.
0: That's, that's pretty low, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I shoot. I still have the gun like at my waist level, but I always have to kick up my foot oh. and shoot
0: down the leg of my pants. You shoot down the leg and it rides and it's kind of like a slide from your foot, and it goes towards the person you're shooting at. Yeah,
1: I like direct it with my pants. Like the right. slack in my pants kind of guides the the
0: bullet. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. See, like you get me, man.
0: I mean, there are only three people in the world who can do that. Uh, I didn't know you were one of them. I'm actually another.
1: See, I um, and I knew that, so I don't know how you didn't know that I. I've...
0: I've just been out of the circles. I've been I've been focusing on on me, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've been editing the last two months of episodes.
0: <laughs> well, like, look, I've see, just been. Finding yeah, myself. I always, I always ask, "Oh man, uh, are you editing this one?" You're like, "I'm
1: still focusing
0: on me." You yeah, know? I'm, uh, I'm still trying to find myself. Yeah, I, I was, I was hoping to not do that. <laughs> like, you see, okay. I, I'm trying today. I'm asking myself the question, "Why?" You know, and so mm-hmm. that's going to take. That's a a pretty deep one. So it's going to take all day. So I I really won't have time.
1: Dude, that's like literally how bored people were in like the 15th, 16th, 17th (laughs) centuries where like they would literally philosophers just sat down and they would go, I mean, yeah,
0: you just had a, you you could just (sighs) be a philosopher as a living. Yeah.
1: Somehow. Yeah. Were were these people just broke? Like, how did they make money?
0: I do wonder because like, surely they must have been doing other stuff surely they still like worked drive through at mcdonald's but they were also like on the side just philosophizing things and they they didn't get money from it but they got uh you know fame they got free nuggies they got free nuggies
1: maybe that's how they ate
0: (laughs) that's well infamously they they solely ate nuggies uh and thing. that, yeah. <laughs> right. Joke landed.
1: As I, <laughs> well, maybe it's time to, to get into the album now, you know, like. Ugh, I wish we wouldn't. I, Dude, that's, now you're taking my lines because that's what I say every time you're, every time you're like, Ugh. so we've been, we've been blabbering for too long. Let's get into the record. I'm just like, if you want, like, goddamn, like, that's not why I'm here. I'm here to just talk to my friend.
0: And have fake conversations. Uh, for an I mean, hour I've and always half. just been here for business. Yeah, I've, I, I consider I've you more of a like a more of a like an associate of mine. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah,
1: you're like you're turning into Joe Budden at this point. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you know who he is, but
0: whoever knows uh, Joe Budden
1: and his whole situation, that's gonna be hilarious to them that <laughs> I just called you Joe Budden.
0: Would you consider that joke landed or is it still near? Are you still going with it?
1: Uh, I'm still going with it because I was going to add that you're, you are you probably want to call this podcast the Brett Hand, your Hand podcast and totally fucking push me to the side and forget <laughs> your friends that helped you come up in the podcast world. And then you're just going to sign a fucking hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and not give me any of the money.
0: Oh God, I've been trying.
1: You're gonna, yeah, and then you're gonna. Lord knows,
0: I've been trying.
1: You're gonna put up my episodes on Spotify that I was on, and I get no money for it, but you're getting all the money, and I'm getting like (laughs) that. I feel like now the joke's landed.
0: Joke landed. Joke landed. Boom. All right. Well, here's the thing. I'm in my my friend has an art studio in their closet, and that's what I'm recording in. Nice. And I can't turn the fan on. So I'm <laughs> slowly but surely dying in here.
1: Yeah. It's, what is it, like 105 there today?
0: It feels, well, it feels more suffocating than hot. Like there's not so, enough air in here. Okay. Uh, so I, I feel like I probably got a good 45 minutes left before I just pass out.
1: If we caught that, like, on tape... <laughs>
0: That'd be I mean, worth what, it. That'd be some good content, wouldn't it? That'd be... The sound of someone passing out and like crashing on the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, just going, Brett.
0: <laughs> Brett. It's like, hey, should I? Uh, should I do? I guess I'll go on with my thing, and then you yeah. just kind of talk by yourself for half an hour.
1: I'd be like, can you press stop? <laughs> can you wake up just for a second? Press stop. Is it a? I mean, I guess it's at least it's not hot. It's suffocating, but at least it's not hot.
0: No, yeah. It's it's really not too hot. I took my pants off. I'm trying to figure out too, how man. to get my shirt off when I have two pairs. I have a pair of headphones and earphones. Uh, I, love,
1: I love that. I love your setup. That you have your Apple earbuds in and then you have headphones over there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, especially today, I can't be doing too much stuff on this computer at one time.
1: That's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird uh fix to your problem. Like that'll be something you don't have to deal with I bet when you get a, a new computer.
0: I yeah, man. I mean, that's what I was doing when we first started recording. And then I well, and then I got worried because all the crap started happening and in time drift and audio drift and all that stuff and I was like maybe I'll just do it on my phone in any case.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's so funny though. God damn. It's just so funny to see you wearing two pairs of headphones at the same time. <laughs> well, like, I'm
0: listening to a podcast and the other headphones.
1: That's where you're getting all your joke ideas.
0: Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just basically copying what, uh, the people are saying and it usually fits in. Has it that's, been, uh, like, what do you think? Has it been fitting in now? Have we kind of kept a cohesive conversation? Uh, I mean...
1: I it's no different for me than any other episode. I'm carrying this entire fucking thing. So,
0: and honestly, yeah, like I don't know how jet fuel could melt steel beams. Mm-hmm. Uh on the topic of that that you were saying on 911.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. Um uh, because the album that we're talking about today uh has a lot to do with with that.
0: With uh with 911? Mhm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good, that's a, that's a unique interpretation of it. I, I think it is a instrumental I mean, album. Well,
1: we'll unpack it. It'll make a little more sense as we, as we go.
0: Yeah. And I'm looking forward to you explaining that to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we can, I can start now. So the album that we're talking about today, Journey into the Savillin Forest by Coastal Kites. I don't know How I heard about these guys, like, they must have come up on my, like, Spotify recommended based on the goofy, weird shit I was listening to last year. And um, it, I I think you remember, like, when I suggested this album the first time, this was, like, one of the ones I gave, like, over a nine last year.
0: Yes, you were very, very selective with what uh, albums you gave a score of nine or over because apparently you felt like you had enough respect to do that.
1: I I have enough self respect at least not, you know. Oof,
0: that's all I'm really worried about. You should probably get rid. You should probably not get rid of that.
1: Yeah, well, if I got rid of that, I'd be wearing two headphones at once. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did for for an entire year. Uh, you you did three you did 365 albums, right? Yeah, I did one album In review a day. Year. And so. With that amount of albums, I think you had about 12 or 13 albums that got a nine or over. That sounds about right. Yeah. Which is crazy, but listening to new albums is usually miss rather than hit.
1: Right. For sure. Oh, dude, you remember stretches of like a week or two where every album I hated.
0: Well, it was when it was whenever you went into like the lists of like, best albums of the decade or right. best albums of all time in the rolling stone that's when it got into like the like the ugh.
1: yeah the start of the journey was really rough like it was a dream off of like pitchfork and stereo gum and a few other those like kind of more indie i guess they used to be indie but like their best of 2019 best of 2018 lists. oh man i mean that was like they were batting like a fucking 100 at that point like it was like which batting a thousand is what you want. So I was saying like one out of 10 albums or two out of 10 albums I listened to like was, was good or and I
0: enjoyed. I don't, I don't know what that says about us. Cause I feel, I feel like we usually feel the same way about yeah. those lists. Yeah. And that I, I also download a bunch of albums of like, you know, best albums of the decade from various sources, Fantano and Pitchfork and you know, whatever. And like just none of them, like, mm-hmm. like little to none were anything that I'd ever, like, want to listen to again. And I don't know if that's just because we aren't... Maybe we aren't as uh, proficient in music listening as the other folk.
1: I don't think so. I think me and you have more of a, like, we don't like really commercialized music, but we also have, like, uh, we lean more towards, like, catchy stuff. And things that, like, you know, it's... uh, I watched a few of fantanos uh videos in 2020 a because i was trying to be like how does this guy review music because i was having a lot of fun like writing those daily reviews yeah. but i was trying to i was like at at times like running out of words like i feel like i was using the same words a lot in in all the right. reviews yeah because you know i'm just like how does this guy describe music and i would listen to him describe it and he he does have a really good way of of like describing the sounds that you're going to hear on the record. Yeah. But I've he's... always thought
0: regardless of, of what you think of Fantano, like he's very good at describing what he's hearing and he actually usually sells it pretty well to make you want to listen to it. <laughs> Definitely for sure.
1: Um, And, but one thing, the only videos that I really watched of his were, I saw that he had reviewed, I mean, this was probably like six months into like halfway through 2020 that he had reviewed a few of the records that I had listened to just randomly. And I was like, So I checked those episodes to be like, I wonder if he agrees with me. And pretty much every single time we disagreed on whether I thought it was good or bad, and he thought it was good or bad.
0: Right. Yes. Every time. And I've run into that same exact problem.
1: Yeah. So I I definitely think that there's something there where like, and it was the same with all of the pitchfork, you know, best of twenty nineteen. Like they, you know, hundred gex was on there, and hundred gex is one of the worst. Yeah. Some of the worst music I've ever heard. And it's uh There's definitely something there where like we do not agree with the critics, and I don't know why. But there's, it's too much of a pattern now at this point, (laughs) to, to be a coincidence.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I I guess I guess if your livelihood is music, they probably gravitate more towards things that are so far outside of the box, like 100. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're probably right because they hear the same shit all the time. Yeah, just the fact that it's new and fresh and original makes up for the fact that it's horrible music.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's interesting because that whole, like, whatever you call 100 Gex, is that, like, hyper-pop
0: or something? Uh, I wouldn't call them that, but I think that's what people have kind of attached to them. Right, which
1: is a really crazy new genre. Um, definitely one I haven't
0: found my footing in at all. But I, I don't think I hate it, but there's it, you very specifically have to find, like, the right artists in the genre i think yeah i'm sure they can easily get vibes. very annoying
1: yeah man the the auto-tune ness of it definitely kind of gets to me but uh in the how manic it is it's just so fast but it's interesting because like you would hear that music and be like oh my god fucking critics are gonna hate this and then the it's weirdly kind of critics like it a lot yeah yeah. It's something that you wouldn't expect. And and I think you're right. I think it's like they're just so used to hearing the same stuff that sounds the same every single day that they hear that and it's just just challenging enough or just fucking weird enough that they're they find it refreshing.
0: Yeah, and I I that's my first theory on why people listen to noise music and like other like stuff like Swans and Juju uh, Do you get that photo oh, I, sent I love you? love Juju. Yeah,
1: dude, I'm fucking <laughs> trying not to laugh. This photo's <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> I just sent a, Lucas a photo of my setup over here. I'm Sh- Shirtless in, in a closet. Pantless.
1: Yeah, pantless. <laughs> with a <laughs> tiny microphone that looks like it's way too low. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, dude, why even have the lamp on? Just turn the lamp off, vibe out.
0: I mean... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I get they they got a couple string lights in here, which is a pretty good vibe. <laughs> uh but yeah, man, I like like bands like Swans, uh like it was it was one of the few albums Fantano rated a ten out of ten, uh, is to be kind by Swans. And I listened to it and it's just like an hour and a half or like two hours of just like just
1: swans fucking
0: just like slosh and just Uh... like and just like i don't know man i wish i got it i wish i liked it because it'd be another genre of music i could listen to but i don't right yeah i just just can't which is the antithesis of this album yeah
1: man Uh, it kind of it did bring it back like all of this what we're talking about brings me back to this record because like this one stood out so much to me when I listened to it last year because of how different it is from everything else I was listening to.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's very tight. I'd say it's tight, but it also has a very human feel about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, It doesn't, it's not like computer music at all, but it is very like, there's a lot of electro, a lot of synth.
0: Yeah. And there's Um, a, a, like there's one song, uh where the guitarist is doing some kind of melody and it almost seems like he kind of misses the notes sometimes and he kind of grinds against the strings and he plucks the notes at at different volumes hmm. uh, i
1: wonder i wonder if you're thinking about the same one i did where it kind of sounded like he was trying to do like a microtonal thing
0: um, yeah, it's, it's, but he didn't uh, have
1: the microtonal guitars to be able to do it, so he was kind of. I think it was Cold
0: Bullets. Is that what you're talking about? I th- I'm, think I'm talking about Savalin Samurai. Oh, okay. Where he's like, yeah,
1: I love that one so much, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it...
1: yeah, no, I can. I definitely heard that at times too, man. It, it 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 is like a really tight record, but they're still like they're psych, so they kind of. They're a little it's still airy, even though it's tight, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like this is I mean, this record, like, you know, I think one of the first things we need to say is like what kind of genre this is. And hmm. it's it's like I guess you call it world music, like kind of like rock world music, because it's like like there's reggae in there, there's afrobeat, there's like what? electro, there's like salsa. Samba, Middle Eastern stuff, yeah, like Vaporwave. It's, it's
0: very, it's very traveled music. It's,
1: it goes all over the place. There's, like, Asian-influenced stuff, like, on, on Savalin Samurai. Like, that has, like, a distinctly Asian kind of melody, but it's on a, during a reggae song. Yeah. It's really fucking cool, and I, but it all kind of, like, it all falls under, like, psychedelic, right? Like, it's all, like it's all psychedelic music, but it just goes all over the place.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's an odd coupling of genres throughout the entire album. And the cover of the album uh, shows a skull and Eagle, I believe and the state of California, which (laughs) I like a lightning bolt. Like it's, it's weird to think about, America while listening to an album like this.
1: Yeah, their imagery is really like almost like like neon native american imagery. It's yeah. Really fucking cool the art that they use on like their little on their singles and on this album and everything. Like that's another that was another you you look at that you look at that album cover and it does give you a an aesthetic that I feel like the music, it matches the music so perfectly because there is yeah. something very like California beachy about the whole thing. But also it's like these dudes that, you know, grew up in, in freaking Huntington beach or whatever, but they also like traveled to Morocco every summer.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's, and I, I don't know if you knew this, but um, this is just three guys, this band and it's, that's insane to me.
0: Yeah, I it's there's not a lot of stuff about these guys out there. Not a lot of info. No live videos that I was able to find. There's almost no information
1: about. These I know guys.
0: Uh, <laughs> a fun. I, I I found out that the like producer and keyboardist for this band, I believe his last name is Kite. Okay. And so I guess that's why they called it Coastal Kites, and it's a it's a three-piece. It's uh, like a producer, keyboardist, a guitarist, and I think a bassist, if oh, I'm not so mistaken. Oh, so who's playing the drums? It might just be some, it might be the producer. Man, because it, it definitely some,
1: sounds like there's like acoustic drums.
0: Yeah, especially in like, you don't, like the first song, the drums are very quiet.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's Almost not, like Krungbin.
0: You know? It's not something you really can replicate well in MIDI. So I wonder if they just got a studio musician in.
1: It definitely sounds like most songs have a live drum set playing, but there's also a lot of like electro drums. and. But, you know, then there's some songs that have like all the auxiliary stuff, like Timbales and Cowbells. and.
0: Right, and, yeah. They, yeah it, I, I mean, mean. They, they probably just pick and choose. Like for this song, we're going to have a, a studio drummer play this part. And for this song, we're gonna have you know like electronic drums going the whole time. We're just gonna program them, something like that. Yeah. For all I know, these
1: are all programmed drums. Like if if there's no actual drummer, it just sound. It, they sound legit. Like this, it sounds like a real drum kit. And they're and they're mic'd and and mixed and recorded kind of like, crungbin, like the, those drums. Like they're very understated. Like you said, like they're quiet. Yeah. But man, that first song, that Savan Forest, that's such a great opener to the record. It's like it combine it basically combines everything that they're gonna do.
0: And, yeah, it's, it and gives the individual you a, songs afterwards. Gives you a scope of, of what this album is gonna kind of be.
1: Yeah. It has like a very Afrobeat, kind of like nonstop, you know, it's just, it's a drums playing the same thing the entire song. And it's pretty fast paced, and it just has like great, like kind of funky guitar going. It's it's really it it does set you up, right? Like it's really unique, yeah. and it's and a, it
0: it has that. It, the bass is is always pushed pretty far forward in the mix for good reason.
1: Very good reason. Great bassist. I
0: I think I think the the way I picked my favorite songs on this album is from the bassist, honestly.
1: Damn, mine's mostly for the synth. Yeah. Yeah, it's the synth and the guitar. They that's that's kind of like what well it got me to pick my choice noise and it was hard to pick my choice noise just going to put that out there too
0: i mean i the 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 bassist on this whole album is is very choice it sounds very so good it sounds very clean very smooth very uh bouncy mm-hmm. and he's say. playing he can play fast man oh yeah i mean this guy's good <laughs> whoever yeah. he is yeah, for sure. Well, apparently
1: these dudes are all in the voids. A band called the voids with Julian Casablancas.
0: Yeah, I read that too. I had no idea that band existed. I had just recently
1: heard of them because they come up as uh, uh, related artists on Spotify to to these guys, like to Coastal well, Kites. Makes sense. Spotify clearly doesn't understand who Coastal Kites is because, like, they played. <laughs> I, I was looking at their radio that they that they made for them, and like Primus is on it. Like I miss. Some I yeah some other kind of weird goofy rock music and i'm just like they don't understand Man. what coastal kites is
0: <laughs> and what is coastal kites lucas i mean the what i would pair coastal kites most with is
1: uh like turkish music mm-hmm. and like african like afrobeat music like i would put them with like antibalas and mm-hmm. fella and uh and maybe like some reggae mixed in there because i feel like it's mm-hmm. all just kind of the whole album has this like afro latin kind of vibe throughout the whole thing yeah and then it's kind of like you have the afro that kind of afro latin like baseline you know not like the bass, but like just a little foundation of it and then everything on top of it is just like and we got a little bit of asia and we got a little bit of the middle east and
0: we got a little bit of you know mm-hmm. it, california and, and I, it makes me wish i knew more about that side of music Cause I know next to nothing about it that like, this is an album that right. I think Michael would absolutely adore.
1: I sent this to him. I don't think he's listened to it yet. Cause he hasn't told me anything. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I've, I, I thought the same thing, man. I'm like, he would, he would fucking love this. Uh, and as, I'm just now starting to listen to more world music. Like I'll send you a couple playlists. That I found on Spotify that are like the modern versions of this type of world music. Uh, um, sure. which is yeah, what also kites is, but yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, I'm uh, digging a lot of it, man. And this kind of, that's what I, I thought too, like kind of bringing back the world music vibe. It's like a lot of these songs sound like something that alchemist would, um, sample. And he samples a lot of world music. So like I listen to some of these and I'm just like, that sounds like something alchemist would take and put into a song. And <laughs> it made me like it even more. Cause I love alchemist. And, uh,
0: uh... uh, regardless of your experience with, uh, like world music and, and just foreign types of music at all. Uh, I think you would enjoy this album. Like you definitely don't need to get into that stuff. I think it's a pretty accessible album, honestly.
1: Yeah. You know, I was, I, what I I wouldn't have agreed with you until I'd shown it to like, uh, you know, Christina and, and, uh, a couple of my other friends that I just kind of put it on while, while we were doing something. And uh, yeah, I was surprised at the, at the reaction I got, because I thought I was like, this is going to be like really challenging for people who don't listen to even Latin music. You know, like if you, if you're cool, if you're down with Latin music and, and you can vibe to that, then that's almost like a really great introduction to this. You know, it's, it's very similar rhythms and stuff, but for people who, you know, mostly listen to indie or mostly listen to rock music or whatever, like, I wouldn't think that this would be as accessible to them. And it, I was really surprised most of the time people have dug this when I sent them a song here and there or whatever. So uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that too, man, because not going to lie. I was just like, I know you dig instrumental stuff. Uh, right. Cause you, is it said so that you don't normally dig instrumental stuff? But no, you've been I, it more I, lately?
0: I normally don't like instrumental stuff at all because but you've been it liking just,
1: it more lately.
0: Um, I don't know. It, I think instrumental stuff, you, like, I I love Joe Satriani and Eric Johnson, Uh, and their stuff is usually instrumental. I think it's that I need to have something to focus on, something that I can focus on in the song. Like, like there's got to be some kind of leading melody. There's got to be some kind of progression. You know, it can't just be a dull, uh, airy kind of nothing is really happening or progressing type of instrumental song because I get lost very easily and I kind of glaze my eyes glaze over and I kind of like look away and mm. uh, lose interest pretty, pretty quickly.
1: So like you wouldn't be into like house music as much as you're into like, not at all, like progressive rock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, there's, I, that was one thing that I thought about this record that, it gave me a little more confidence in suggesting it and thinking that you might like it too, is because like, it's another one of those records that, you know, we mentioned like middle Eastern influence and Asia and Africa and all this stuff. And the Caribbean, like there's so many different elements going on. It's like, it reminds me of a few of the records we've, we've talked about in the last few episodes where it's like, there are so many elements to the music that like, it gives you, there are so many little moments you can cling onto and like that make a song stand out for you, you know? Yeah. Even like just a small moment because they're, they're trying so many different things that it's like, there is almost something for everyone on each track. And then once you kind of cling onto that one thing or you find that one or two things in a song that, that make you really like the song, it makes everything else better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, uh... There's there's gonna be at least one song in here that you're gonna like. I think. I I don't yeah. I don't think you can get through the whole album and be like yeah that was all trash. Like I didn't like a single one of those melodies or tunes or or bass lines. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna find something.
1: Yeah, man. Honestly, like if you like, uh, you know,
0: tight, really
1: good drumming. That alone, like you might dig these songs if you and if you like like yeah. really good synth work, really good dude. The synth on this album made I it mean, for me.
0: the The musicianship is fantastic on this album, though it's not show offy at all.
1: Right? They're like it's like you said they're tight, but yeah. it's not uh, like musical masturbation at all. Like they do find their little themes and their little moments that repeat like verses or choruses, even though it's instrumental, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh man. It keeps you going like the songs are a little long and they can feel repetitive because they just keep playing those same moments, you know, over and over again. But it is kind of like that's where it brings back the Afrobeat influence for me, because that's what Afrobeat is. It's a 15 minute long song that they're doing the same thing for like four or five minutes. And once you start thinking like, oh, this is starting to get a little old, they like flip it on you and they start playing something else. And it kind of it keeps you into the song and it gives you it puts you in a sort of trance. When you're listening to it, you don't notice the repetitiveness.
0: Well, it seems the, uh, like the average length of the music on here is about like three to three and a half minutes, which could, could definitely be far too long for other instrumental groups. Yeah. Uh, and myself, I love, I don't like, I usually don't want to listen to a 15 minute anything. (laughs) much less like a 15 minute instrumental thing. Cause I'm like, I'm not a dude who just like listens to the music and just vibes and is just like hanging out there unless, you know, something else is happening that I'm focusing on.
1: Right. Or maybe the setting too, you know, like maybe if you're, if you're hanging out by the river, it might be nice to just have like some quiet instrumental music playing.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. As long as like we're talking or, you know, d- doing something.
1: Yeah. Just two dudes hanging out with their shirts off. But,
0: but yeah, if you if you like, no, yeah, if because it, it, it seems a lot of instrumental songs are longer. Uh, yeah, which is which is unfortunate. <laughs> which is, I'm very glad that you brought this. And this is a short, uh, like 35 minute album, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Real, real easy to to sit down oh yeah jam through yeah For
0: sure and yeah man i i i dug it and the more i listened to it the more i dug it nice. uh, i still wouldn't say it's like you know i'll I'll come back to it every once in a while sure uh, yeah i mean
1: it's it's a vibe right like yeah, it's a vibe yeah.
0: If 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 someone asked me to just like Hey man, we're just gonna like sit around and uh, play billiards or something, and billiards. like just it put something on, man. Then this would probably be the first album I put on because it's, you know, it's 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 active enough that right. that you know it's it's not boring if you're focusing on it, but it's also in the background enough that you could focus on other stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure, and it's I mean, it might be lame, man, but there are just certain records that make me feel cool like and this is one of them like you drive around listening to this you feel fucking cool man there's something the the vibes on it just kind of it almost makes you feel like uh like it's your own little hype songs you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i would definitely put this on while you're playing cribbage or cribbage yeah yeah you know
0: polo like this For is a sure. great polo yeah, horse. record horse polo mm-hmm. uh water polo cricket cricket just just any horse sports in general yeah would usually be pretty good
1: yeah yes. call them horts. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah horts,
1: horts. <laughs> it's my favorite uh basketball game too yeah i play horts. yeah <laughs> uh it adds a letter if it's a little easier <laughs> All does right. it does it even add a letter i don't think it does um dude uh and another crazy thing before we jump into the choice nugs um and we go into the chicken nugget segment of the episode like yeah i can't believe these guys have like 400 monthly listeners on spotify
0: is that really it
1: just yeah 400 like when they got suggested to me that was that was what was interesting about the spotify suggestions is you know, most of the time you would expect that they would suggest like pop really popular artists based off of other things that you've listened to. Like they're going to feed you the things that have the most place. Like that's how your algorithm works. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't, a lot of the records that I got last year and a lot of these bands that I'd never heard of that I listened to last year had 400, 500, maybe even like less than that. Sometimes monthly listeners uh, on their profile. And that was really surprising. Like these guys deserve to have a lot more than 400 monthly listeners. Like, I hope people listen to them after, if, if anyone listens to this episode, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm excited guys, to see what they do. Yeah, they released a, uh EP in 2020, I believe. Uh, but I aside just, from that...
1: I, I think they released two singles. I think that was it, right?
0: Uh, let me look. I mean, it, it's... Oh, no, you're right. On YouTube Music, at least. They have this album released in 2018, and they have an EP called Golden Claw in 2020 with four songs on it, and that's... All I Got Over Here, there's a, a single in 2019 with three songs on it.
1: Yeah, so they have, outside of this record, they have um, seven other songs, almost a whole another album. It um, looks
0: like they've been keeping, keeping up pretty consistently. They, that's what got me excited. We might expect to see something this year.
1: Yeah, this record came out in 2018. And uh, it was one of those, I'm just, I was worried that it was a one and done thing. And then I saw that they had released uh, something in 2020, and so that yeah, that got me excited, man. I, I need to check these other two out. I actually haven't listened to these. Weirdly enough. Well. Wow. Yeah, they. You know what they used to have on here was Spotify. I don't know if they have it anymore, but Spotify used to have artist-created playlists, um, where the artist would go onto their own Spotify page and like create right, yeah. a playlist. Like we did that for Mortalis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they had one, and it was a lot of random stuff and i can't find it on spotify anymore like it had like stevie wonder but then it had you know like turkish folk music that you that you would think michael would show you and a lot of you know you could tell from from those songs how uh uh, how much they really are influenced by like world music right yeah well on that note man um what what were your choice nugs man because i had a I had a pretty tough time narrowing it down to two.
0: Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's each of these songs has its own flavor on it. Uh, but it's still hard for me to like, remember how they sound just looking at the titles. Mm. Uh, but I, I think skull diving for Diana, which is the second song. I think that was that's one of my choice nugs. It's very dancy, man. I love it. Uh yeah, and I just love the, the tone of the guitar. And just the way he plays that that little riff. Yeah, it's all like kind of phasery. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very I could see this uh guitarist as being one of those dudes with a whole like with a whole board of like eighty pedals for sure that like takes up half the stage for sure and the uh the other nug i had is uh ceremonia
1: ceremonia okay so you liked the more dancey ones huh
0: yeah i guess i did it's just uh this is definitely a more electronic focused song it's Got that bass line the bass line was the main reason mm-hmm. uh that it picked it yeah. and like whenever you if you're playing a juicy line and you start like sliding the notes up and down like you're gonna get, Dude, you're gonna get like, a code, man
1: I know right like that that weird like he might be playing a fretless bass because he's just like like, uh. yeah
0: maybe it's it's so smooth and that's like you know that's why i like the uh that little bass line i made for for that one song 711 yeah. but yeah. you got that little slide in there and that this dude's just just he knows he's got something sexy and he's rolling with it
1: yeah man the the ceremonia that's like made me it, it made me think of like vaporwave stuff yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like glitch wave almost at times too. Like they kind of
0: got a little like, it's a it's a dirty it's a dirtier song. The the guitar has this, it's kind of doing these little background. Yeah, the part uh, that
1: busts out are cool, where the guitar is like. Yeah. and the drums
0: are very very electronic.
1: Yeah, that really eighties electric drum kit snare that's like very splashy (laughs) and i dig Uh, the uh you know i don't there's something about which is the vaporwave thing there's something i that i don't really like a lot about the almost like the out of tune sounding synth and they kind of whatever effect that they're putting on the synth and the guitars make it sound out of tune a little bit what is that
0: uh i mean they they like it they it's it's less of a tuning thing and more of like a uh, like a tape recording that's kind of that's gotten corrupted. It's yes, it's like and so warped. they love that they love the kind of yeah type of noise.
1: There's something I don't like about that.
0: <laughs> I I like it. I like it every once in a while, but I don't think I'd be able to listen to a whole album where every synth is like doing that. You know.
1: Yeah, that's why this. You know, honestly, Ceremonia was one of my least favorites, and I still I like. like it. Yeah, I still like it. Like, don't get me wrong, because those parts where the guitar... Like, like that with the way the drums are going, that's, it's such a great rhythm. And mm-hmm. I like the synth during that part, too. And the arpeggio part, like, towards the end is really fun. Um, But those... It's that slightly... Yeah, that tape warp or whatever that they put onto stuff, like... <laughs> It's overused. It's like it's like the double bass of metal music. <laughs> it's overused in vaporwave and like glitchwave and stuff. Right. Like I prefer more the chill wave, that doesn't really uh, add that effect on it, but it's the same synth sounds. You mm-hmm. know, it's just way more smooth and pleasing to the ear. It's not as like it almost makes me like feel like I have like seasickness. <laughs> When I hear this, like, wow. like this weird <laughs> it, it's a it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger of synth sounds.
0: <laughs>
1: the Arnold that's what the synth sounds
0: like. Uh, so yeah, that in uh, Skull Diving for Diana or Diana yeah.
1: Skull Diving has that intro fuzzy ass guitar. Yeah, and then it, and then the thing opens up like the drums start kicking in, all the little claps. Start going and all the synth—it sounds like a Daft Punk song,
0: <laughs> a little bit, I, right? Yeah, I, very disco-y. It's, it's very boppy. It's it's it is discoy. its it has got that uh, that guitar riff that I love. It has that little part in the middle, I believe, where it kind yeah. of like it gets it gets brought down, and it's like you're you know you're skull diving. It's it's like you're getting deeper into the water and you're, you're trying to find some treasure or something. And you know. I
1: love the, the ping pongy delay uh, on the synth or I, I, that's what, you know, kind of across the board and all these songs, the guitar and the synth play the same thing together a lot. And I think it's such a cool sound. Like it, it like you have like the pluckiness of the guitar strings, but you have that like weird hit and attack <laughs> of like a synthesizer doing like a quick, like burr, burr type right. of thing. That's like, On this song, that during that the verse, like boom, 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 like that part, yeah, yeah, and it has like this like really good ping pongy, like really quick delay after each hit that just kind of adds, it adds so much to it, man.
0: It adds a lot of texture.
1: Texture, exactly, yes, and yeah, there was something very like Grand Theft Auto Vice City, really. Yeah, it made me think of, like, a 70s, 80s, like, nightclub with, like, a lot of cocaine.
0: <laughs> I've uh, I've never played that one, so I'll have to take your oh, word for it.
1: Oh, man, that's my favorite one. You never played Vice City?
0: I The only GTA I've played is 5, and it's not... I definitely didn't even play it. I just rode around the city, hitting <laughs> people.
1: Vice City is, is my favorite. Um, it's set in 1980s, like, Miami. It's... Fucking fantastic, and that's what this this makes me. This song makes me think of Miami. Like this sounds like a Miami '80s nightclub, cocaine, shoulder pads, white suits, fucking rolled up sleeves, lots of like five o'clock shadows. You know, <laughs> ladies with big fucking moosed up hair, and just like just just cocaine, just powder flying off the walls. Just cocaine powder donuts being served in every corner. <laughs>
0: Hot and fresh,
1: great guitar work on this song too, man.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: All the little plucky staccato stuff he's doing, just like and those drums, man. It's so disco.
0: Uh, so what were your two nugs, sir? Dude, uh,
1: yeah, like I, I had a hard time, um, picking those, but mine were the more, you had the more upbeat, dancey vibe going for you. Mine were the more subdued. Not slow, but more mid tempo. Um, like, f- more so that you can just bob your head to, like, and, you know, just vibe out. Like, this is a great high record. Really hmm. great high record. Great drug record. There's so much going on. And then, and it's just so, like, with over the ear headphones, it is just so fucking, like, pleasing. It's all ear candy for 35 fucking minutes. So, <laughs> the ultimate ear candy song for me was and Samurai.
0: Dang. Yeah. That was uh,
1: just pure ear candy. That entire track.
0: I I had a feeling you would like that one, man.
1: Well, it has a beach vibe, right? It's like very reggae. I mean, literally, there's synth going, like it's all reggae. Yeah. yeah. And then you have I don't know if it's a guitar or synth. I don't know which one the doing the. Yeah,
0: I mean, it could it could very well be both, because. Well, I'm sure it's a guitar pedal. It's like... Da, 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 rah, and they have this little weird discordant, but not... Like, it's it's this cool, like... Rah, rah, rah,
1: yeah, know. so I think you're... I bet it is a guitar pedal that you're supposed to play one note at a time, and he plays two on that part, right? And it made yeah. kind of this, like... The, the pedal didn't know what to do. So it does create this, like, <laughs> like weird, like, sound. Oh, it's so great. And then you have that that... Electro bass thing The Like Uh really big like open Like synth hits really hard Right there like these big chords
0: Uh, Yeah
1: And the whole just the, the drums the whole time Just doing this really simple Almost like Modern You know the white boy modern reggae that's very like Hip hop influenced like Slightly Stupid Or Revolution Or any of those types of bands that it's just, the drums are just like (laughs) really simple, just straightforward. Yeah. It's a really good stony vibe, man. It's, uh, but it's so electro like, and you have that Asian thing going on, you have the electro stuff going on and it's the synth breaks and like the way that it opens up, the, the guitar work is really, really minimal. Um, because I can't tell what's a guitar and what's a synth. So I'm just going to assume <laughs> most of it's synth and say the guitar work is just like very simple and, and just doing just filling in space basically is what he's doing with the guitar. Um, so Savlin Samurai, man, that's such a, such a great fucking song. And my other one surprised me to be honest, because I had a hard time picking between the opener track, Savlin forest
0: mm.
1: and uh, pure gold. So I went with Savin Forest as my other choice nug, but I would say that Pure Gold is like my real other choice nug. You
0: know, <laughs> what what won Savin over this one in the end?
1: I think it's because Savin is such a great opener, Savin Forest. And it, I mean, it
0: is it is by far the longest song on the album. Yet, yeah, uh, six minutes, I believe.
1: But it's extremely afrobeat. Yeah, six and a half minutes. It's extremely afrobeat. And, uh, and the length makes it even more afrobeat. And the drums are just so choice. The bass is so fucking choice. The guitar work is great. It's funky. It's, like, tribal. It's It's got, like, little Middle Eastern melodies
0: it, mixed it's in got there. Li- As we said earlier, it's got a little bit of everything. A little
1: bit of everything. Like, it's they even have, like, some, like... Central American, almost, like, Mexican, like, banda-type stuff going on in there, but, like, with everything with, like, synth playing over it, which is, like, you don't hear, you know? (laughs) And then you have this, like, I love that, like, little synth part that just kind of adds this, like, weird 80s, like, someone driving down the highway, like, vibe to me. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that, that, and the drums, man, the drums, like really won me over. Like if I was a dancing man, I, I would be <laughs> dancing to this.
0: If you only know? that, that, you know, the incident of, of 86.
1: Yeah. When I was born.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If
1: only that didn't happen, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to lie, dude. Um, uh, I had three choice nugs cause pure gold, pure gold is like, like, I feel like Sablin forest is like the prettiest one. And I feel like Savile and Samurai is like the coolest one. Like if we're talking like beauty pageant terms, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul, okay, uh, Drag Race lately. So I feel like Savile and Forest is like, um, oh man, who's the girl in the second season that reminded me of Britney Spears a lot? Well, basically, Savile and Forest is the pretty one. Okay, Savile and Samurai is like the cool one that just like Mm -hmm. fucking dresses super cool, and then Pure Gold is like miscongeniality like the one that like i love the personality because pure gold is like very hip hop
0: yeah i was going to say it's got those uh got those like midi trumpets which that I immediately love. immediately give it a type of hip hop feel with that drum beat uh but that being said it does things that you would never hear in an actual like hip hop song
1: mostly that bass I feel like you wouldn't hear that in a bass, like maybe in like a, you know, Wycliffe John song or something with that acoustic guitar. But that, Mm. that bass is like really makes it, takes it away out of like going full hip hop. But that trumpet part, man, (laughs) like, uh,
0: it's immediately, it's immediately iconic.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, how is that not going to be sampled into a, into a hip hop track? Like that is so. It reminds me of the was it Jason Derulo that had that trumpet song.
0: Yeah, that was Jason. I loved that song. Really? I I loved that song. I loved Drake on it, dude. I love Jason. I love I'm. I love Mr. Derulo as much as the next guy, but. Whoop! You don't like that song? No, it's annoying. Well, that's a goddamn shame. And the trumpet saying, "Oh,
1: is it? Am I thinking of trumpets, or am I thinking of what's the one that was Drake that had like trumpets in the beginning?"
0: Um, are you thinking of uh, wasn't it called Trumpets with Drake? I don't know, man. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Wait, I gotta look it up now because because that's the one I'm talking about. Trophies.
0: Trophies.
1: Trophies. By drake? it reminds yeah trophies by drake L- listen to that real it's not
0: quick. it's not laugh now cry later uh no
1: it's trophies like i said
0: mm, i don't believe you but okay let me let me go ahead and take a real quick listen here it just
1: it pure gold just kind of reminded me of that trumpet line
0: it's a young money song featuring drake
1: there you go.
0: okay okay yeah i mean i'm always i've always been a huge fan of like trumpets in in rap and hip-hop man
1: oh man like when big boy did like uh what was it bow tie some bow tie and like
0: suit and tie i think it was, no wait that that was a whole different thing Ignore. yeah that. i think it
1: was called bow tie but yeah outcast uses a lot of trumpets i think any i feel like any hip-hop band that uses very like uses a lot of jazz uh samples oh yeah
0: Mm-hmm. For sure.
1: Like a tribe called quest and far side
0: mad lib, mad lib. Uh, yeah. Loves doing, I mean, he loves the jazz stuff. There's a song called like, let me clear my throat by DJ cool. Uh, I got to check uh, that out. He's like, uh, that's a good one. It's a, it's a, ugh, it's so good. And there's a, God, there's one more that I'm thinking of. I think it's a Kanye song actually.
1: Yeah. He used a bunch. Uh, um, touch the Sky, maybe? Touch the Sky. Because, like, Curtis... I mean, I'm a, I'm such a ho- sucker for horns, man. Like, I mean, Curtis yeah. Mayfield, like, one of the reasons I love him is because of horns, and Touch the Sky samples of Curtis Mayfield song, so... Yeah, yeah, so cool. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm a sucker for... For trumpet and for saxophone and all that stuff and yeah, pure gold. That it's just so and it's like so much reverb. They like made it so fucking wet that it. I love it. It's it's low key. My my other choice nug. <laughs> it's like you know it's weird because it's like the musician in me. Loves Savile and Forest, but the, the viber, in the v- me <laughs> the vibe. <laughs> the vibe queen in me loves the vibrator in you the vibrator in me that's currently in me
0: yeah goes crazy
1: when i play pure gold and
0: it, it, by the way if you could turn that off it's that's going to get in the recording i don't
1: care i feel great <laughs> and i need something to help me get through this
0: you got it <laughs> <laughs> this has been such a sludge uh yeah it's, it's gotta uh, get something to distract me
1: it's been kind of painful but what would you uh what would you rate this record
0: well, um, the, the, obviously as, as it always goes, the more I listen to it, the, the more I enjoyed it, uh, which, that, first... which
1: is great, man.
0: That makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> well, that's just what this podcast is for, man. That's what this whole thing's about.
1: Well, you know, lately the last few episodes we've disagreed a little bit. And, uh, so it's just, I don't know It gets me excited because it's, it's one that I was worried about that, you, that, you know, I'll see what you rate it, but
0: I mean, yeah, at first I definitely was about to write it off as like, all right, okay. I'm like, uh, whatever. But I know uh, the more I got familiar with the songs, you're the like fucking, fucking Lucas fucking Lucas again. Just trying to <laughs> test my fucking patience. <laughs> uh But no, it's, it was a, it was a fantastic album. It was, it helps that it's so short. Honestly, if it mm. were an hour, there's no way I would have enjoyed it. Uh, but it was a nice clean 35 minutes. None of the songs went too long. Mm -hmm. Uh, some could even be longer, but that's, that's a pretty good problem to have.
1: It's a sign of a, of a good song too. If it, if it leaves you want more, even though it's like, you know, three, four minutes long.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, that being said, I probably like, I'm, I don't think I'll be adding any of these to like a, a playlist or anything, but I'll definitely, I'll come back to the album. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's, it's a fantastic album, but it's not something that you like. You look back and you're like, oh man, that was like, that was an experience mm. uh, to me. And so it's, it's going to be, it's, it's probably going to be a lot, a little lower than you think. It's going to be a 7.6 for me.
1: That's way higher than I thought you were going to do. Oh, Really? I, like, probably when I first suggested the record, I was just like, this is going to be a good four four or fiver. <laughs> um, dude, that's great. 7.6. I mean, it, it I... might also
0: help that we've been listening to this album for like three or four weeks. Seriously. <laughs> um,
1: but that was, I thought that was going to be at, at its detriment, to be honest, um, because it is a, uh, it's not exactly what I would call taxing, like mentally when you're listening to it, but there is a lot going on. Yeah. So if you don't like all the stuff that's going on, having to listen to it that many times and having so much time to listen to it that you probably went. How many times did you listen to this?
0: Well, I mean, God, man, uh, probably seven or eight times. Holy shit. See what it, I mean? It, like, it wasn't even something where I was like, oh, i got to listen to it again. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm just I'm going to be driving to Austin. I might as well put the album on but that spanning over like four weeks or however long it took us to record our last episode. Right. Yeah.
1: That's what I was worried about. I'm like, he might, this might, you might be sitting with it for too long to, to it start, you start to hate it. (laughs) So
0: I was really worried about that. Uh, well, what are you rating it? My big bad boy of comedy. I'm just pleased as
1: shit that you enjoyed it. Uh, dude, last year I rated this something like a nine point something. Um, And going going back into it, it's like the because all those daily album reviews were like first impressions, right? I literally listened to the album once, and I was listen to it once, and most of the time I was
0: writing the review while I was listening to it. So like, Uh, yes, you gave this a uh, well. Why don't you give your rating first, and then I'll tell you what you rated it for uh, for last year. so
1: so I I have realized that like you know going back to a lot of the records I listened to last year, some I liked more than the then I when I first heard it and some I liked less. And it was and again it was because like it was all first impressions. And like I would I would even go back and read some of my album reviews and realize like halfway through the review I started liking it. And then <laughs> so like the first half like you would think I fucking hated it. And then the second half <laughs> would be positive stuff. And then I'd give it like a seven point something. <laughs> and I was like this is gonna be kind of confusing. But it really was just, you know, stream of consciousness all first impression stuff, like song by song almost. So this one really blew me away. Like it was so different than uh, any of the other stuff I had been listening to up until that point. And, and I think it probably fell within, you know, a time frame that like I'd heard stuff that I didn't really dig for like maybe a week or two uh, at that point. So this was just like, so awesome. And going back to it, I love it just as much. If not, I might have an even deeper appreciation for it because I've listened to it so many more times now that I, I pick up on so many more on new things. Yeah. Um, but I would probably give it like
0: a 9.0. So like 9.0.
1: Yeah. I don't think I, I probably came in a little lower than I did the first time, but it's still such a solid album, dude. I'm still going to give it a nine.
0: Well, it's interesting. Like, obviously, when you were reviewing the albums, you weren't you weren't really like comparing the scores to other stuff like you were like right. you were doing an album every day. You were just kind of whatever you felt at the time. But uh, mm-hmm. Journey to Savile and Forest by Coastal Kites was rated by you a 9.6 at the time, being the highest rated album you would ever listen to.
1: That that came in. That was a high, that was my highest rating of the whole year, I guess.
0: Yeah, and uh, it was only shit. ever tied by Amor Prohibido by Selena with a 9.6 oh, in 2021.
1: Dude. Yeah, holy shit. That's a great record. Um, wow, no shit. Yeah, I didn't realize that I'd rated this the highest <laughs> out of yeah. any album I heard last year. Dude, I mean, I kind of stick by it, you know, going back to really? it. I There was a slight concern, you know, like deep down that it wasn't going to be as good as I remembered because I hadn't listened to it since that one time last year. And, uh, I, dude, I, it still holds up. There's still so many moments. Like, like I said, like, there's just so many small moments almost within each song that just make me, I love those little, those little tiny decisions, those little melodies or whatever so much that it, it makes me like the whole song. And, uh, yeah, I love this album. 9.0 solid no regrets right. joke
0: landed <laughs> joke landed yeah dude well uh uh thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast uh we i mean it's it's been a rough ride it has the <laughs> last month has been tough anyone who's paying attention will definitely notice that our uploads have been worse farce i'm getting a computer soon whenever that happens lucas will be settled down surely into where he is and we're going to get right back on the grind probably going to do a couple multiple episode weeks to catch back up uh so just thank you all for uh sticking with us uh through this uh thank you for listening we're on instagram at ebp cast john luke guitard and brett Handerhan. with like Uh, five a's or something yeah like two three t's you little you little drama queen i'm Uh, just a scamp you're just a little scamp. You're just a little hooligan is what you are. <laughs> I love drama. <laughs> That's the thing about you. You're always spilling the tea, Lucas. Yeah. I made tea just for this. Uh, I th- we're on YouTube. Uh, We're, we're anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, but yeah. Look we, us up, dick. Look us up. Comment on our thing. You don't even have to comment about the episode. Just tell us how your day has gone.
1: Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, Tell your friends about it. If you like any of the genres or ethnicities
0: <laughs> that we mentioned <laughs> right. on, yeah. on
1: this review, check out this record. I think I think there's a there literally is something for everyone on this. Um, even hip hop heads, man, I think you'd dig it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, what would you what What would you rate this episode, Lucas? Man, I missed
1: this and you so much this month. Um, so I'm going to give this
0: a 9.0, 9.0. I had so
1: much fun doing this.
0: I, I was going to give it, you know, I'm giving it a little lower. I'm giving it an 8.5 because I don't have a camera. I'm dying in this closet. Uh, Uh I literally have only my underwear on at the moment and my chip is toothed or rather (laughs) my my tooth is is chipped. (laughs) They chipped my tooth.
1: I was like, man, like the whole time you were just talking, I was like, this is getting sexier and sexier <laughs> as he goes, and then you see, and then see I, his tooth.
0: I'm gonna finish you off, yeah, right at the end. Yeah, there. that's but, you got me with that. I mean, recording with you, Lucas, it's always, you know, I always look forward to it. Ditto. Uh, and so we we're not not quite sure what album we're doing next. It's your it's your choice. You don't have one lined up. No, man, I didn't know if we were even gonna be able to record today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a mess. I mean, like three minutes after we stop recording, I'll probably figure it out. But
1: Gotcha. Well, yeah. uh, all right, man. Well, if you need me to suggest one on the fly,
0: I have one lined up. Nope. It's my turn. All right. Well, then hurry up. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, hope to see you all here next episode. Uh, bye. Thanks, buddies. Bye. And a three. And a two. Oh, wait. Brett.
1: Ah. Uh, well, Brett finished recording, but I haven't. This was good. Lucas. This was good. Hey, Lucas. This was good. This was really good, Lucas. Bye, buddies. And a three. And a two. And a one. <laughs>